welcome to the Pretty Unlimited <laughs> Vlog Podcast. Welcome back. One, one more. Depending, depending on if you're watching or watching and listening or the, just listening. The vlogcast? I don't know. I, I, I still don't understand what any of these terms really mean. So uh, I think we just throw them all out there and we'd be good to go. The podcast with video. Oh, but there's a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of podcasts that have, like, it's just video is, you know, their natural medium. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a blog, right? The I don't think so. The first time I ever heard vlog was with MTV. I I I think vlog is it's, like it's they were or no that was VJ's I'm sorry vlog is more like like it's it, it was a, like a video log I think of it more as kind of like uh mm. uh people taking you with them on their daily okay. okay so then I think this is probably more of a podcast on video <laughs> yeah oh well it's it's pretty un- it's literally it's pretty fucking unlimited it's re- it's literally whatever we're trying to do honestly so. I've been, uh, we, we got, uh, a request for advice that, okay. that won't take but a minute. All right. Okay. Um, I didn't even tell you that this came in. Right. And I'm not reading anything cause I can tell you this, the, the little tidbit story and then the question. Okay. Do we want to do anything before we get into this? We, you will need a shot. All right. I, I did grab a bottle. Um, and but. as per like Reddit things, this is like, am, am I wrong? Am I the asshole? Southern Tier Distilling Company, cinnamon, candy, apple, <coughs> whiskey. Oh, God. I hope it's good because I'm drinking this infused passion mango. I mean, that tea. smells good. It's 70 proof, mm-hmm. candied apple. Is a standout treat among so many festival favorites this fall. Now imagine a grown-up version soaked in whiskey with fire-hot spicy cinnamon balanced by caramelized sugar and notes of refreshingly tart apple. Cinnamon candy apple whiskey. You can't beat heat and sweet. You know what we're going to do? What's that? I'm adding to the grocery list right now. I'm going to get some cider. And we'll try this with cider next week. This was bottled, produced and bottled by Southern Tier Distilling Company, Lakewood, New York. Um, it was shouts out to Taylor <laughs> for this bottle. She is such a sweetie pie. We're still, her birthday is like a couple days after mine or mm-hmm. something. Happy belated birthday. Uh, we are uh, still going through these birthdays. And will be for a minute. <laughs> you see the little flex in it? You see it? Or am I tripping? Do you see that? Yeah. I don't know if that comes up on the camera. I don't think it really comes up on the camera. But there's like little flecks of something in there. I don't know if that's... Here, let's, wait a minute. let me put my flashlight behind it. Is it sugar? Is it maple wood? I wonder if it'll come up. Yeah, you see it? There you go. You see it? That's crazy. <laughs> I I hope that's what's supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm saying, you never know. One never knows if it's supposed to have flecks in the bottle or not. It's not a... I didn't say Goldschlager. So I saw this video of these people who filtered out the gold from that. There's from, a drink that you from can the glow shock. Yes. And it was something like if you did it every time they want, it was enough to almost buy a new bottle. Enough gold. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that is. It was something like 30 bucks or something. I think the bottle was like 35 and they got like $27. And so it was just, something like that. These are just from the little flex in the... Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep. I mean, I okay. guess. Let's see. 
It's got a weird smell. It smells like candy, but also like nail polish. Yeah. Or like nail polish remover, I mean. Um, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical um, based off that smell. It's making, the smell's making me nauseous. Uh, yeah, I don't. Do you not okay. want to try it? No, I'm, we're going to try it. It's still got shit. I get nauseous too. all the time. She stay nauseous. So there's always saltines or it does have mints. A, like, it's like if. Here, Taylor, smell this. It, it smells like what somebody in a factory who's never had apple candy thinks apple candy smells like. or It just feels like very artificial and. It feels know. like if people who have never tasted or eaten an apple, yeah. It's it is a weird. It's like a bit okay. of apple, but it is not. You ready? Yeah. That's weird. It's weird. The cinnamon. I hits like you. it and dislike it at the same time. The cinnamon hits you right away. Like it, it immediately hit my my tongue, but uh, the whiskey around. I it, will say. We're going to do another shot. Here's why. I feel like, not right now, we'll wait, <clears throat> but I feel like if we didn't smell it. It would have been different. Because well, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't taste like it smells. <clears throat> it makes how, my back and my throat dry. I'm, but how often do we not smell what we taste though? Like we, every time we, especially some. No, but this, it felt like the smell threw it off. I, I think the smell threw it off because the smell mm-hmm. doesn't smell like what it tastes like at all. Yeah. Um, it's also, it's it's much more cinnamon mm-hmm. okay. than candy apple, I'd say. It's notes of candy apple, but not a lot. I don't know. I, I definitely think <coughs> trying it as a, in like a have hot toddy. I feel like I have. I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of the. No, 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 no. No, then we'll try this. I feel like it's been forever since I've had one. Okay, then we'll try this one. That's what okay. I'm trying to say. You the one rushing. He brought me. I was in in <coughs> Long Beach. Was it w- when I was flying home? I think it was when I was flying home. I, I went to a <laughs> store. It, yeah, it was. It, it was at LAX, I believe. <clears throat> So this is, and I'm having a problem with my cholesterol, so <coughs> it's right out the back of my throat. That, that drink? This. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, I'm fine. Okay, so. Some water just in case. This is 3% of my daily cholesterol in, okay. in four pieces. That's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Okay. So this is, here's one piece for you, Swiss milk chocolate. It's a lot, the chocolate's richer than I With remember. honey and almond nougat. Okay. And this is called a Toberlone. To- and to- what was your introduction to these? Because I know what mine was. I'd I never had one for decades. I, fi- I feel like I saw it on TV somewhere. I dropped it somewhere. Did uh, it land on the floor? I, I think it landed. I'll have to pick it up later. Or the mouse will. Jesus Christ, this chocolate is mad, like... Melty. Yeah, melty. So, when I was a kid, they would have these on Wheel of Fortune. Mm -hmm. When the rooms turned and you picked what you wanted instead of getting cash. And these were like $200 or something. So, like when you had just a couple of little $100 left, you could buy a Toberlone. Yeah, I don't know where I, I originally saw those. Here we go.
Yeah, it's good. It's not like it's like, like regular chocolate. Let's say if you like really sweet chocolate, it's probably not for you. It's good yeah. though. Very rich. Very rich chocolate. Oh. It's good. I it's wouldn't okay. eat it. It's not a, a candy bar I'd buy all the time. I only bought it because you kept mentioning it and I happened to see it out in the world. Just to grab it. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you the story while we're trying this one. Zany nuggets. Zany milk zany nuggets, milk chocolate, pretzels, and toffee bits. From David Bradley. And we got this one specifically well at Quaker Ridge Mall. When me and Jaden and Tika were out there last week mm -hmm. shopping for a new coat for Jaden. So here's the story. The M I an asshole. Um Woman wants to know, <clears throat> is she the asshole because uh, she picked a wedding date for next year that coincides with her sister's college graduation? Yeah, she's the asshole. See? See how easy that was? Yeah, it's just, I mean, why would you... Thank you. I don't even know if we don't eat all this. Why would you... Like, it's not like she's, it was... It's she's your sister. adamant that the college thing could be celebrated. Okay, but the graduation date is made up by the college. Yeah, you should know. So nobody can change it. So, yes. Thank you for writing in. You're the asshole. Yeah, you're kind of an asshole for that one. Again, it, it, it's your sister. She only graduates once. It's good. I, like, have no appetite right now. That's pretty good. This is much better. It's better than that one. Than that one. I still don't have an appetite. I don't think I'm going to finish mm -hmm. it, but it's good. What is that? Is it that, is. Is that the zaniness? <laughs> Are those the zany nuggets? That's really good. That is good. Now, I could eat this one. So, I know they have a website, and you could order online and stuff. Uh-huh. But, um... Might be a they took over the... Out. They took over the Godiva store. Oh, downstairs. Mm -hmm. gotcha. But the problem is, I don't know if it was recent or something, because there's no signage out, out front to tell you who it is, which I thought was weird. That is weird. Maybe they didn't get theirs, because, you know, they, I, I, they all have signs. Maybe the sign didn't come in yet. Maybe okay. th maybe there's a COVID shortage on uh Okay, well, I still choose this. Signs. You want to tell them what we're doing today? What are we? Well, we're going to be looking into the wide world of Blue-Eyed Soul, giving you our top five Blue-Eyed Soul songs. For those of you that don't know who Blue-Eyed Soul, what Blue-Eyed Soul is, it's literally Not me, just the blue eyes. It's literally a term coined for white people singing soul music, right? Mm -hmm. That's funny. It's some shit I would come up with. I'm just amazed that it's actually a thing. Although, I don't know how big, like, I feel like by, like, the 80s and maybe mid-90s, the term wasn't being used nearly as much so, as it was. There's one person on my list that he wasn't mentioned in any of the lists okay. that I was looking up. And I had to look up to see would he be considered. Blue-eyed soul. And NPR and a couple other things did put him in that category. But I was like, yeah, like, um, it's our top five. And I told you <laughs> I was struggling with my list. What are you? 
I, I, I think my order, my order's mostly right. It could be. It, things could change, but... Uh, so... Excuse me. I, I couldn't choose between two. So my list is technically there's a tie at five because I just... Do you... Do you want to give your first number five? <laughs> so, wait a minute. So, I looked up Blue Eyed Soul. Uh-huh. And, um... Blue Eyed Soul. Where, 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 where? Okay. I'm a white man. <clears throat> okay, Georgie soul. Woods. A, here's the his, a little synopsis of the history. This is from the very famous Wikipedia. Okay. People hate on Wikipedia. Wikipedia be true. Mm-hmm. Um, Wikipedia says Georgie Woods, a Philadelphia radio DJ, is thought to have coined the term Blue Eyed Soul in 1964, initially to describe the Righteous Brothers. Then white artists in general who received airplay on rhythm and blues radio stations. The Righteous Brothers in turn named their 1964 LP some Blue Eyed Soul. According to Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers, R&B radio stations who played their songs were surprised to find them to be white when they turned up for interviews. And in one DJ and one DJ in Philadelphia, unnamed by Medley but probably George Woods, started saying, "Here's my blue-eyed soul brothers," and it became a code to signal to white the people. audience that they were white singers. Makes sense. The popularity of the Righteous Brothers, who had a hit with You've Lost That Love and Feeling, is thought to have started the trend of R&B radio stations to play songs by white artists in the mid-60s. A more... Look how accepting black people are. You know, much more than white people. Uh, more... In, how do you say that word? Integrative? Integrative? Okay, I thought I was going to say it wrong. Integrative approach... That was then popular with their audiences. The term blue-eyed soul then applied to such artists as, and here's where I, Sonny and Cher, Tom Jones. It basically just becomes And now the next two I never heard of, Barry Maguire and Roy Head. So basically anytime a white person sung soul, it was blue-eyed soul specifically? I guess. That's kind of frustrating. So, then there was like, uh, let me see if I can. It's funny that you say, like, after the 80s and 90s, because I'm going to show you something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the history. Okay, from the 60s, right? See all this? Mm -hmm. And then you hit the 70s. The 70s. Then the 80s. 80s. And then there's nothing there. <laughs> well, because I think the nineties. But, but well, because the thing is, I is, think you're you're uh, correct in that. Um. The the phrase just kind of well, fa- the phrase phased the phrase phased. Well, because what's the like after a while, especially with the way genres start to blend and different people start doing different things, mm-hmm. like. I think it's not concentrated on so much. But I'm saying like that the novelty of a white person singing soul music. It's not a novelty. By, by the 90s, yeah. I don't think it, people really cared. It was just yeah. people making music. Yeah, um, I will say, and I might get shit on for this. I struggled to find women to go into this genre. They don't have, there's not a lot of women <clears throat> listed. And um, so... There was uh, Adele was listed briefly. 
uh, Tina Marie was listed, mm-hmm. obviously. I, yeah, <clears throat> keep going. I, I, have a, I have a thing about Tina Marie, and I included her on my list, but I do have a, there is a, a caveat what? about Tina Well, Blue-Eyed Soul kind of feels... It actually bothers me when they don't have blue eyes either, but well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> a, no, but like Blue-Eyed Soul kind of feels like a term for people who are in... Uh, of the community who are, yes. you know, singing these songs. I agree. And I think Tina Marie is kind of like, she was the community. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, she's not a Lisa Stansfield where it was like she's a British woman right. who happens to be singing um, soul she music. Was, she was on the list. This, not my list, but she was in there. I put Tina Marie on the list because I, I, there's one song that I wanted to include and shout out. But I it, it does feel... Like someone and like her specifically is probably the uh, not the opposite, but not necessarily yeah. blue eyed soul because that was just she just made soul music. I had there's somebody on my list that I, mean, I could take her off. There's another no. song I could put on, but no, uh, no. there felt... was somebody on my list that uh, well, we'll get to it when we get to it, but anyway, um, so there wasn't a lot of women, and one of the women that was mentioned who I used to like, and we talked about it yesterday, was Joss Stone. Mm-hmm. And now when I listen to her her voice, it sounds like she's like weirdly pushing out this like odd tone in her voice yeah. that I used to love. And now it grated on my nerves yesterday. And I was like, I can't even listen to this. I can't. I wonder if that's why her career didn't last so long. Because she, so, I mean, at, at a certain point, it's just kind of. Yeah, I, I was. Su- I remember. <laughs> Being super happy when Oprah bought, brought her on the show, I was like, "Yes, my girl's on." And now I'm like, well, it's a lot of flavor of the month." Shit I, but too. I need to look at, and um, I'm not knocking her now, and I'm not even knocking her then because she 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 put it down. People loved it. Blah blah blah. I was one of them. I need to look at whatever she's doing now. I don't think she's you know? doing much now. If so. you, if you want to look, I but I don't think Josh Stone has put out much in a minute. So, um, I don't think she's. Uh, I wrote down my list on a piece of paper. Ooh. You said you have two. Yeah, so five. I will do my first number five. Yeah, I'm kind of. While you do, I'm kind of looking up what Josh Stone has been doing since, because I don't think it's been much. Okay, so this guy kind of pissed off the world. Because he got busted cheating, and and uh, and then he got in trouble for stealing a beat or however. So Robin Thicke. Oh yeah. So our top fives Uh-oh. are really just the song. It's not the artist. Not the it's the song. So I had to think about that. So it's a uh, Lost Without You because I freaking really love I love that song it's, it's very R&B it's probably one of the only ones that has actually like get into um I don't really like Blurred Lines there was the other one that he had what was the other Robin Thicke song uh, that was on that same album because this one had Paula Patton in it well they would have still been together yeah either. I don't know she looked beautiful they just look so happy Career. let's see Robin you're looking up I, I just I just looked his stuff up too. Josh Stone was on. Uh, she was she won a season of The Mass Singer in twenty. Was it earlier this year? Last year she was a sausage. What? That's what it said. That's what the internet told me. That's what I'm gonna tell everybody else. Lost without you, fall two thousand six. Right, but what was the other song? 
Evolution of Robin Thicke. You that have was to the look second the single. Album. The first single <laughs> was Wanna Love You Girl and then Shooter. Mm-mm. I mean, these are, the, these are the other two songs on the album that first came out. Then there's Can You Believe and Got Can To Be Can You Down. Believe? That's the one. Can that You was, Believe? That came out after. Can You Believe is a, is a really you. good song. Do you remember that one? No. I never. I listened to Lost Without You and I've probably listened to Blurred Lines. I never listened to Robin Thicke like that. I didn't yeah. care. I'm just going to play it for a sec because you'll remember the the beat once you hear it. Luckily, I've learned to turn the volume on my phone all the way down so when the ad kicks in, oh, you yeah. guys don't have to hear it. That helps. <laughs> and the ad is for new Nest Cams from Google. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I vaguely remember. I don't remember jamming to it, though. Lost Without You is a, a, a better song, too. Hmm? I, said, I think Lost Without You is a better song, too. Lost Without You is a... Is a mm, I think it's a better song. I don't think it's much better for me. Um, I do like him on The Masked Singer. I don't like... He keeps his shirt open too much. I think I like him only because... I think the skunk is Faith Evans. <laughs> We get, if, if y'all, I, if y'all oh, know anything it was, about Max Singer. I was right. It was Natasha Bedingfield. was the pepper. I was like, wow. I had no idea who the jester was. And it was, I still don't know who he was. They unmasked him. I still didn't know who it was. Me too. But, um, no idea. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, Nicole got it. That was her initial thought was it was Natasha Bedingfield when she did the first guest on the first performance. And she was right. So, um, okay. So. Yeah, so Lost Without You, mm-hmm. Robin Thicke, definitely my my number what? five point one. All right, yeah. So I'm a, my my number five is Tina Marie. Ooh la la la. Just because I think in terms of what I would assume people thinking Blue Eyed Soul would be, I mm-hmm. think we've talked. We've gone into the into her. History yeah, we had a whole before. thing about her. She's very uh, broad. You know, Portuguese love has got like a crazy, yeah. you know, salsa influ- infused rundown. Like, uh, I think Ooh La La La. When I think of like a tradition. She tradi- wrote a lot of the instrumental I bet stuff she did. on I Portuguese bet she did. love. Um, when I think of more of like a traditional teen. Because I mean, I could have put, I saw some list putting Fire and Desire on there. And I feel like that's weird because A, it's a collab and B. Yes. I don't, I wouldn't consider, again, I don't consider that Blue Eyed Soul. That's just no. a soul song. Right. Um, but I think when I think of Ooh La La and I think of her as herself with like a soul song that I jammed with from a white person who happened to have light eyes, that's probably the one I would add. She had brown eyes. I, she, the- she, she embodied soul for me all especially because that's like late it, 80s yeah I, I think that was the sound and i think she and really i did liked that. the ladonna <clears throat> album was fucking fire and did not get enough airplay yeah so if you it's are so interested in a good album by a female singer it was only on cash money hit, records hit up ladonna by tina marie and because i posted this on my personal facebook yesterday it's t-e-e-n-x I hate when people misspell her name T I N I, and they're like, oh, "I've been such a big, huge Tina Marie fan." I'm like, "Then why can't you spell her name right?" 
was people loud. You gotta start banging on the table though. This okay. whole episode is gonna sound like somebody walking through the upstairs. No, it's fine. It's just it's it's a like I won't a, do it anymore. It's a very uh, noticeable noise. Well, you got noise. things on, so no, um, it's it's just it, it, it's it's like it's you hit the t- it's like the rattling of the microphone. Honestly, it's what it is. It's like I'm it's, sorry. No, it's fine. I think people are I used to it, it at some point. You haven't done it in a while, honestly. So uh, okay, I can tell you're very excited. Number five, part two. Yes, for you. Five point two. Five point two. John B. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Awesome they song. Don't know. That was like that's probably. Is it fair to say that might be like the tail end, mainstream wise, of like actual? Because he had a run. He did have a run. And I don't know if there um, was too many. And white I remember my friends, Nikki right. Vet, my girls. Mwah. Rest in peace, both of them. Um, that's crazy. Um. Fucking love them some John B. Mm-hmm. And Yvette wanted nothing more in this world than to fuck her some John B. He was that guy. And he I was like, guy. he was too skinny. I didn't like it. <laughs> like, well, do they but, remember what he looked like with Color Me Bad? Like, yeah, he was geeky. They looking. were all awkward looking. Yeah, they all look so awkward. <laughs> um, and that made it made it more clashing that they could sing so well yeah. and looked so geeky. Yeah, I mean, it was, what, 91, 92? Yeah, it was early. But, uh, yeah, John but, B., yeah, John B., he cut John the B hair. Was and, like, and that was a baby face. Yeah. He, was all, you know. He got the Caesar. He was he was lover manned out mid-90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he was, he's just generally a good singer. He was, like, yeah, he was Genuinely talented, a good singer. That helped. Um, And had, like, that, he, he, he had a vibe. He had a vibe that just walked with him. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so They Don't Know was... No, nah, that's a good song. I like that song a lot, mm-hmm. actually. Okay, what's your number four? My number four, now I want to say, hold up, my list is pretty much all 80s. I don't, I don't, I, I, I may, I may associate uh, Blue Eyed Soul specifically with the 80s. My number four is uh, Simply Red, mm-hmm. Holding Back the Years, Uh there's pro- and there's probably a number of different Simply Red songs you could throw in there, but I think this one, that like it, it's it, it, it's 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 cool. It sounds like a mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, a quiet storm yeah. vibe, but then it like okay, uh, like it goes into yep. a different. I don't know. It's uh, that, that and I don't even. I'm not like a. I don't listen to Simply Red like no. that. But that song, I know front to back. Yeah, that's something I think everybody, if you listen to like slow R&B, that's a song. And, and if you listen to slow R&B over decades, you're going to know and appreciate that song. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason in my head, because it was always on adult contemporary, it's hard in my head for me to say that's R&B. That makes sense. So I did... I took it off my list. Well, it was sense. in my top ten. It was back and forth on mine, yeah. but I ultimately it was going to be number five. But then I was like, you know what? I, I really do. But I have. really do like the song. It's a great and song. So that's why. It's a great song. But I had to like distinguish, like, okay, do I consider this one of the best blue eyed soul? What? And it's so for I you. had to like. Yeah, it's, it's you. No. So I had to move it down. We're different people. Yes. What's your number four? This is the one I had to Google. The one I had to look to see if he was considered blue eyed soul. Chris Stapleton. Oh, he might as well be here. And he was, because he's not listed on any of the stuff, but like NPR and a bunch of other But he's new. All, he's newer, right? He's relatively right? new. Yeah. So that makes sense. So the that song. That motherfucker sing, though. I was wrong. And you've heard him, because mm-hmm, you've heard him mm-hmm. from me. Um, like, I wanted to do a top five Chris Stapleton songs, but I feel like you wouldn't. 
you would you would it'd be the one episode we couldn't put up anywhere because I would just be oh whoa, this sounds like a good song what the fuck I'm gonna say I, Tennessee whiskey is the only one that I could even name I was wrong actually and we're gonna play because he don't care if it's on YouTube because he hasn't killed anybody's reactions um, uh, let's see Chris. If y'all, if y'all, look, it came right up. <laughs> yeah, I bet. If y'all don't see this up on the YouTube, I'm, I'm not saying it's Stapleton's fault. Oh, see, I forgot to <laughs> turn the thing Botox? down. Was that it, a Botox or, ad? Yeah, it is Botox. That's weird. I always, I always see random ads. I hate them. Actually, no, shout out to ads. If y'all want to give us some ads, prettyunlimited at gmail.com. Gladly take some ads. You trying to find the right part? Yep. Have I heard this song? Okay. Before? I probably heard this song. It sounds familiar. Hold up. Is she playing? Yeah, I've heard this song before. Yeah, he's too new. He goes. He sings. He sings like uh. Got to cut it at some point. That's that begging key sweat kind of. Yeah, but I, I he like. He out saying key sweat. <laughs> but, but again, nobody knows what Blue Eyed Soul is in 2021, and he's only been around. Well, he's been out for like 10 years, but it's like the past like seven or eight years that he started recording on his own. He didn't think he was a good enough singer and was a songwriter. I like regardless of all that, you went to that Wikipedia page. It 2010s was four sent was three sentences. And none like, of it said Chris. They're, they're not, nobody's checked. No, they're going to look at him as a rock guy and not realize that he his voice is uh, as a country guy. As he, as, but I mean, he's playing guitar. Like I imagine he fits into a couple of different bags if, if yeah, people wanted his, him to come to a place. But they wouldn't look at him as soul. His background is not even like, you know, like typical R&B. People look at like Stevie Wonder and and stuff like that for who they his his is all like blues and jazz. No, you that can hear you know, it, yeah. that's his whole vibe is is the blues. So You can hear it. So yeah, Chris Stapleton. And if you have not listened to Chris Stapleton, Come, I would say come come try and come out come to our up. house on one Saturday and we'll just press play on her YouTube and Chris Stapleton will come up a couple times. Sometimes he's playing a guitar, sometimes he's just singing. And if you want to see something funny, go on YouTube and type in Chris Stapleton reaction because black people have lost their minds over Chris Stapleton. The shit that's the, like are we ever do you think we're ever gonna get to a point though where it's like people aren't gonna be tripping? So I've there are tons of them where there's white people reacting to, yeah. to black singers and stuff and comedian all kinds of stuff. And I think the the thing is when people are kind of pigeonholed into one genre and they don't really let themselves explore some a lot of these reactors are doing it as an exploration so they're exploring and they've heard like some of them are like under 30 and they're like all i've heard is that the 80s and the 90s was the best music ever so they're like reacting to those couple of decades specifically i get that and and then they're like Oh my! Like I never would have known. But what? What I'm? What I I'm? Heard, I watched some some young white guy react to um, Lisa Fisher. Uh-huh. How can I ease the pain? Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
like mind blown. He's like, oh my god. But I'm like, know? even situations where like, what was the woman Susan Boyle or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's like, on what planet do you like? Like, I understand what yeah, you're saying it's about judging. What, what, well, it's but it's you're prejudging. But it's prejudging. But a lot of that's because. The rec- I don't want to get too Based deep, but the, the recording industry is pushing the most talented also have to be, you know, somewhat attractive. Mm-hmm. But like it's it, like it. I don't know when there was ever a situation where it was like, oh, you like, too, you too ugly to be a good singer or you too fat to be a good singer. But people like, still I've react had, like, oh, my God, I saw somebody on TikTok say that if Kelly Clarkson had been the same size as Ruben Stuttered. She never would have won. She wouldn't have won. But Ruben Studdard was... And where'd he go? (laughs) But anyway. He was sorry for 2004, and then I think he kind of just didn't do... He might have put out another album. I don't think he did much, He just hasn't done as well. And I thought he was going to do real well, because he he could blow. Clay Aiken did better than he did, which was just crazy. Well, Clay Aiken was white, and did he come out? Was he He, gay? Yeah, Yeah, he probably Mm -hmm. had... I I think he had a number of different things going for him. He had a couple of good... They both had a few good songs. I actually was more hopeful for Fantasia. I thought she was going to really What was? I just saw a clip... We'll get to my number three in a sec. We just saw I just saw a clip the other day. I don't know when Fantasia got interviewed, but someone had interviewed or someone was talking to her, like, you know, um, what's your music gonna sound like? You know, we love this song, we love that song. There's a lot of the songs that are about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And she was like the she I, I I don't remember specifically the words she said, but she was like, if you wanna be stuck in a world where you have to listen to these heartbreak songs be my guest but like i like fi- like i do those songs so i can get out of it to get to a better relationship so you don't have to keep here if you want to go back and be in that but i don't know it's 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 interesting to see how that, pe- and she's in that hole that was that Mar- mary j blige is in that hole mary j blige is in that hole adele is in that hole they want you They're, sad yep but yep they want your heart to bleed because it helps them so. Should, should be all right. Okay, what's your number? Number three. I feel like honestly, this top five could have been full of this uh, this group. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Hall of Notes. <laughs> They're on my. Number I can't three. go for that. Okay. No can do. <laughs> my aunt, my aunt Zena was really big, and she had a Hall Notes CD. I had. She had the, the. I got her beat. I had every album. For Hall and Oates. I don't think she had every album. I had albums. She had a. She might have had like because a best hits. And then maybe like another CD or two, but she had a CD with like Sarah Smile and all that shit on there. And uh, so yeah, they 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 did. But like I can't go for that. Like it's just it's 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 a vibe. It's, a, it's such a good beat. Is that it's the a, one that they did the the whole documentary? Whenever I was watching, they were talking about so. how the, how the, it was a probably it was John Oates. Yeah, I watched it then. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. That I there's a YouTube guy that look up John Oates uh interview and there was a guy that remember the one I showed you he does all like 81. The guy with the glasses, yeah, the white glasses. dude. I don't know yeah, his name. Though, his name. Yeah. And um uh, it was a really really interesting talk and you got to hear him John Oates break down how they came out with that beat. No can do. And you said they're like the most sampled. They're they're heavily sampled. It's not it's but I think Part of it is because they are cool with it. Because they themselves experimented a lot with different styles of music. I, I, it doesn't happen a lot. And most of the times when it happens, it's usually they know that they can make a lot of money. But I think Hall Notes were genuinely like, 
we f- there's music that we fuck with and we're influenced by and got big off of. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, let people celebrate in their uh, influence from us as well. And because it, it's just two white dudes, it just for whatever reason yeah. they could sing and 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 have some some dope tracks with it. That's all. And it I, really I was. do feel like uh, <laughs> Daryl Hall is should be known as a better singer than what he is because yeah. he can sing. He can sing his ass off. He sang great for those beats. But I don't like outside of the hall. Like I don't know if I've heard people anywhere be like, "What's your favorite?" you know, hall solo record, you know, yeah. or like, you know, performance. Oh, like, I well, don't think people, I don't think people look for him like that. Okay. She's gone is my number three there because he can blow on that he song. Killed he, he killed it on that song. That's my number three. Um, yes, it's a du- du- duet. Um, but are, well, are they a duet or a group? No, they're a group or a group, right? Yeah. yeah. Is a group. So, um, but yeah, she's gone is, I feel like it is that perfect, you can bounce to it, mm-hmm. not quite dance to it, but it's also a slow song, but it's too fast to slow, the, <laughs> slow dance to. Yes, mid-tempo. Um, really great song. Um, he kills the the lyrics on that, and it's just, I really like the song. So, Shout But there's the so notes. many freaking Hall of Notes. We might have to do a Hall of Notes top five. We might need to. So. Hall of Notes is very, very... Oh, my God. That would be a hard one because it had a lot of songs. A lot of songs, a lot of albums. So, okay. What's your... My number two. Number two. Uh, Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting. <laughs> that, that, that man and it, that... I, there was some time... Was it 87, 88? Anytime he was on TV... With or without Patty LaBelle, I was like, this man cool as fuck. <laughs> this man, white, straight white hair. Every time you need, like that shit is just, it's just cool. With the beard. It's, it, that shit is just cool. I always fuck with Michael McDonald, but. Uh, He's got a really good voice. That that record in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if, and that's it, a really good song. Like it's a, just, it, it's a totally good song. Isn't that what they flip for regulators? Yeah. Yep. Classics begat classics. What can I say? But yeah, it's a it's a so, almost number one. But it, it, it there's a it couldn't do it. It's it's weird because I I will say the person I saw talk about this is a black guy. Black people. And he said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember how he worded it. Something like when people when. When black musicians sample white artists, he was specifically talking about Hall Notes. Mm-hmm. It's really not that they sampled it because the white people stole it. And I'm like, mm. that's it. So I mean, yeah, in like an abstract, esoteric way, yes, all music is from black people. So anytime that a black person or producer samples a white record producer for whatever reason. Maybe you can look at that as taking the power back legally in the eyes of the law. That's not the way it goes. And I would not recommend it. made the law. Well, so. well yeah. But what yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is whoever you are, black producer looking to sample something, don't think you just taking the power back, especially if it's something that's out. Cause then they will sue you and you won't at least at the very least won't make any money for white people. That record. I, it will be their white lawyers, their their, their, their white, you know, <laughs> the white judge. Ex- executors. Yeah, hopefully it's not the Kyle Rittenhouse judge, but uh, you know, it, it's the game is not made up that way, unfortunately. But yes, I I would agree that in in some sense we're mm-hmm. just taking back what's ours. 
I get it. Yep. And I was like. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> like, I wasn't mad at that. I, it don't hold up in court, though. Don't try it. <laughs> Do not try it. That's not official legal advice at all. Okay. You're number two. Out on a limb. Tina Marie. What what made you choose that song in particular? Oh my god, it was so hard to choose because I was like Deja Vu was in there. Um, if I were a bell, if like I were a bell, um, I love the live version when she sang it to uh, Donnie Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, but Out on a Limb is probably yeah. it's probably my favorite song by her. Um, and she just kind of like echoes out her voice in certain spots. And it's just, it's such a soul song. Like there's like lover girls definitely got a rock mm-hmm. vibe to it. And Portuguese love has some Spanish Latin influence in there. But, and if I were a bell and deja vu and square biz, they all very heavily R and B. Yeah. But yeah, out on a limb. I just she just showcases her voice so well. I was like, oh my god, I love this song <laughs> so much. No, hundred percent. So um, you know, and it's just you know, <coughs> you have to when you're in love with somebody, you got to put yourself out there. So that you know, it just I love the song. I love the song. I love her. I've watched a couple horrific uh, YouTube videos of people singing the song and. That's a bad idea. We've said it in the video we did about her. She just had some, there was something about her, like she could blow, Mm -hmm. but she also had that kind of like sex kitten kind of. No, yeah, yeah. Quality to her voice. That's why Rick was fucking with her. You know, and you know, you, you can't replicate that. That's like, it's just her tonal qualities and everything. And so whenever I hear Somebody try to do a Tina Marie song. It's kind of like somebody trying to do a Whitney song. Yeah, just or, stop. Just, <laughs> just stop. Hold on a sec. Just, just wait just a sec. Stop. Figure your so, life out. Yeah, I can't. I'm hoping we don't have the same. I'm wonder. I know what my number one is, and I'm wondering what yours is. I, I'm wondering if we have the same number one. If your number one isn't my number one, then I really wonder what your number one is. It's going to be an interesting one, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's different. But it could. It could. Okay. It could be the same. Okay. All right. What's um, your number? My number one. It honestly, like no bullshit. This is probably also one of just genuinely one of my favorite songs ever. Like if if I was doing like, I don't know where it would fit. If we were to do like a top thirty of mm-hmm. all time. Okay. This song would be in there. In there. It's. I don't know how hot it would be in there. Okay. I don't know if I'm talking this up, but I, I love this song, Bobby Caldwell. What you won't do for love. It's 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 literally it's it's the perfect because he's his voice is very I hate to say it, his voice, it's a white voice. Like it's not like like you're not hearing Barry White or or, mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But he, he's got it's it's got enough oomph to it to ride that mid tempo yeah. horn led like that's unforgettable. And and the fact and I feel bad, Bobby Caldwell, who did who will follow you on Twitter if you do talk about him. Yep. He's very active on Twitter. <laughs> he is very active. Um, the one of the best parts about 
what you won't do for love outside of his amazing vocal performance it's just like at the, the song itself is just so good the instrumental towards the end you get like a minute and change of yes. just the track mm. Mm. Yes, and I Chef's feel like kiss. people don't give the background enough, mm -hmm. the music. What? That's hard. That's hard. Is he going to sue us for this? How many views does that have on YouTube? 390. 390 million. No, 100,000, 390,000. Oh, that's a, that's a, I don't know if that's his official page. Though. The Pox 786 has 1.3. Oh, wait a minute. 27 million. 27 million. And I don't think that's his official page either. And then all these reactions. We might have to turn this off, though, babe. I don't know how much this song we can play. <laughs> Even when we're talking over it. Uh, but no, it is it is definitely a gem. Um, I, I, even, I hate being like, oh, the best blue. Because again, I just, I really seriously love this song so here's how much i love the song so if you had said okay babe instead of doing a top five we're gonna do your only one <laughs> that would have been the song your one blue yeah it would have to be it would you have can to only be. have one blue eyed soul song what's the it'd have to be and i hate saying it because it's a good song and it was on my list um you've lost that love and feeling by the righteous brothers was in the top 10 but when I had to think about songs, I really... It was that one. It's Once I once I thought about it, because like I knew Hall Notes was going to be there. I knew Michael McDonald. But I'm like, all right, Bobby Caldwell, you're pretty high. And then it was kind of just seeing where everybody else landed. Yep. And nope, nothing beat yeah. it. Nothing I wrote in it. Bobby Caldwell's number one. I wrote everybody else on another piece of paper. She did have... And I had like three pieces of paper. It took her a little bit to get her list uh, in order, if I'm and not mistaken. It, it took me like a full day. So I was, and I was like, I didn't want to miss anybody. So right. when we do these top five lists, what I try to do is I go through other like lists and try to, so I'm not forgetting songs. Right, right. Because sometimes I'm 50 years old. I forget shit, you know? Well, you, there's like thousands of songs in your head at this right, point on, right. in your life. So you can't remember everything. Um, so I, I absolutely forgot John B. He almost didn't even make the list. He didn't even make someone, the yeah. scratch sheet. Like I forgot, and then it popped in, and I was. I, but I knew Tina Marie was going to be on my list. Um, I I knew Bobby Caldwell was already number one. I knew Tina was going to be number two, mm -hmm. and then it was. And then I was like, the one I was struggling with was if it was going to be Chris Stapleton was going to be on there or not, because like I got. I'm like, mm, he's more. Blues. Yeah, some people again, again, some with yeah. the, with the term that has been out of the lexicon for at least a good twenty mm -hmm. some years. It's hard twenty plus years. It's hard for someone, and again, someone who is so varied yeah. in their sound to kind of be like, yeah, you're also that. Because um, I've had you listen to quite a few of his songs, and none of them sound. That's they're what I'm all saying. Yeah, over they're, the they're, place. They're like, yeah. like you, you, you usually get some type of guitar solo at some point, but I think mm -hmm. in terms of tempo, in terms of style, he, he varies a lot. He varies yeah. a lot. And even the songs aren't the same topics. And well, and and, and, and like I like I keep saying, but you know, realistically, the kids these days they barely know from good R and B. Yeah, they don't. The Blue Eyed Soul isn't even a con. And again, mm -hmm. and part of it's because. 
And it's an antiquated term. It's an antiquated, because white people have been singing this stuff since they've been kids. You know what I mean? They Mass Singer, American Idol, anytime, any one of those shows they turn on, it's a white person that can blow. I'm still mad at Tina Marie, because when I saw her, she totally made me think I could do it and I could sing. And yeah, if you if you were heard me sing around the house, yeah. and it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we <laughs> have. I mean, it, it's, it's not. You said it. I didn't say nothing. I can, I can sing. I shouldn't. <laughs> I think we can all sing. We all probably shouldn't sing. Yeah, one hundred percent. You very seldom ever sing out loud. I don't. I, I know what my singing voice sounds like. It, it doesn't does not, bother me. I don't. It doesn't phase me if I can't sing. <laughs> I I would rather if I'm gonna listen to a song that has vocals in it. I like hearing them as much as I can. Um, I, but I also like. I don't think I have a good singing voice, and I don't think even if I'm trying to. Sing you do song. sing here and there, but not, it, it, not it, often. It don't match. It's not like I, I'm not good at accents or anything. Like not crazy good at accents like that. So I I can never pull off some of these things I'd want to hit. Some of those notes I want to play. It's just flat. I yeah, why bother? When it hits a note or the N word, <laughs> I just you don't put ninja. You don't say nope. I just how did the radio the, the, the radio. They made it. Old, old Dirty Bastard changed the N-word to nu. And he had a song called Shame on a N- Shame on a nu. And that was in, the, I don't know. But it's 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 either nu or ninja or Ooh. Yeah, I would like have the little weird smiley face going, ah, you know, <laughs> over my mouth. Don't. Nope. What was the one thing I heard? We'll get at it. Listening to Rosenberg on Juan Epstein a while ago, he said somebody, he heard somebody saying the n-word like they were talking about not saying the n-word and somebody response was like who the hell is edward <laughs> but th- like think like w- do you think edward could be you know like i know edwards would be pissed off but would you would edward be a good oh god that, that's like a new caring kind of thing like no there edward. was a john mulaney did a joke uh-uh. where he was they were writing something for SNL mm-hmm. when he was a writer for them. And they, he said the producers or whoever it was came to them and they're like, because they were going to use the word midget. Uh-huh. And they're like, you can't use it. It's like using the N word. And he was like, no, it's not because you're not even saying <laughs> the N word. N word's so bad you can't not. even say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's so. funny how that works. But hey. So on that note of not saying the N word. Yeah. God's still working on all of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it see i've been using that phrase a lot and i think there's some people who think i'm like because they don't know me so they think i'm like oh yeah good job baby but really come on come on god still He's god still. god's still working on all of us right not me um <laughs> but yeah that was th- thank you for for checking out the show okay i'm gonna try to do it this time go ahead okay go ahead follow us on instagram at pretty underscore unlimited and everywhere else, it's Pretty Unlimited. PrettyUnlimited.com, TikTok Pretty Unlimited, Twitter Pretty Unlimited, Facebook Pretty Unlimited, uh, Bop Drop Pretty Unlimited. Uh, I do, I post one every day. No, I know. Um, uh, Clubhouse, I don't. I told. I tried to tell you months ago, um, Clubhouse was on the way out. Uh, the TipsyCast.com will send you to PrettyUnlimited.com. Facts. Uh, YouTube. Actually, no, Tipsy Cast will send you to the SoundCloud, but yes, it will send okay. you right immediately to the pod. Um, YouTube, Pretty Unlimited, uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, all that stuff, Pretty Unlimited. Facts. So facts. the only one I fucked up was Instagram. No, it's fine. It's fine. We, we, I think that. And 
questions, comments, suggestions, prettyunlimited at gmail.com. But if you want to submit some tipsy advice, a letter, anything like that, there's, Follow a, the link. there's a link in the description for the uh, the tipsy advice Google form. I am sweaty. It's it's hot down here. You can remain anonymous. Anonymous. Um, <laughs> submit your, your letters and we could read it on the show. And if you get your letter read on the show, I will send you a little. It's a not little this, tchotchke. but it'll be a little tchotchke. Um, hopefully, something you can remember the Pretty Unlimited mm-hmm. podcast by. The first one that that used the form didn't want the tchotchke. Oh, really? Yep. They're like, no, I'm good. They didn't like the. They didn't know what it was going to be. Oh, uh, well, I guess that makes sense. I guess that may be cautious, especially they, if you don't they, want anything. They are a, a minimalist. Oh, no, so I, I, that, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, so. I need to learn how to be a minimalist, but that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> yes, we all, well, you get sent a lot of stuff. Yeah. The problem in this house is I buy too much and he sent a ton of shit. So between yeah. the two of us, because it ain't the kids, it's there's just a, us. There's a lot of stuff. Well, but T- Tika holds on to a lot of things. Jaden's probably the one that has a lot of stuff that he really... You could get, you could get rid of a lot of that stuff in his room and be like whatever. You could take the shit out of his room and he wouldn't even notice. Yeah, as long as as long as it's the Xbox Stays. and there's power for the Xbox <laughs> and there's a TV and a remote uh, for the for yep. the Xbox and he'll be good so. to go. On that note, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Please ring the bell, hit subscribe, like, comment, let us know because I'm curious. Let me know what's your favorite blue eyed soul song. Good question. Because here's the thing. I want to see how many of you think I'm wrong or maybe if I missed one. Gotcha. That's good. And who should I remove off my list (laughs) to put yours in? Yeah, your your favorite blue-eyed soul song. What person should Anna take out of her list? Because my list, I'm not moving nobody. (laughs) But what song should she take out of her list to include your favorite? I feel like if I had to bump, if I absolutely had to bump one, it would probably be Robin Thicke. That makes sense. He's 5.8 or whatever. Like, it makes sense. That Mm -hmm. makes sense to me. All right. Okay. On that note, mwah.